Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, boo! Yo, Adrian! I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah! TV. Nice! Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. William, welcome to the cave. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Was, are you in New York right now? I am in New York right now. The premiere of the movie was last night. It was just so incredible. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't wait till we dive into that. You know, the listeners, the viewers are going to see you as the young Tony Soprano, man. That's That's got to be an exciting thing. It's mind-blowing. I <laughs> Seriously, it's such an honor to be here and to work with people like Michael Ginolfini and Ray Liotta and, and Alessandro Novola. Vera Farmiga, oh my goodness. This is just a crazy time. <laughs> I'm so lucky to be here. Yeah, I can't wait to... Can't wait till we dive into that. I mean, but first, you know, like I know that you're new into the industry. You've only been active for a few years from what I did some research on you. Like what made you get into acting? What made you fall in love with it? Well, I've wanted to do acting since I was in preschool, but my parents weren't so sure about the whole kid actor thing. But I had seen my friend who was an actor. He was in a Halloween commercial, a Halloween costume commercial. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And so I was like, can I do that? Can I do that? Like, eh, we don't know, but they knew I loved acting. And so they let me go to camps and do extracurricular activities at school uh, with acting. And um, this one camp that I went to this one summer, uh, the director of the camp reached out to my mom. And they're like, hey, we've noticed William really loves this and he loves this craft. I have a I have a connection with an agent if you'd like to go audition for them. And we were like, well, you only live once. Might as well try it out. See what happens. See what comes from it. And so I went out for the audition for the agent and she signed me on the spot and I started going on auditions and wow. uh, for two years. And then this came along and then it's been like this. <laughs> wow. So, uh, so like in the acting industry, is there, is there like somebody that you influenced you in this more like for you to get into it, somebody you look up to? Um, I think, well, I've looked at, I look up to two people currently right now um chris pratt uh because he's so good at just switching on and off the comedic side of the dramatic side uh so quickly and i I really admire that and i think he's just a great actor super funny and then i also really really admire uh leonardo dicaprio because he is just so fantastic amazing actor and he's worked so hard to get where he is and i really admire him because he was a kid actor and i i really look up to that guy that's great some of your favorite movie and TV films, what are they? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I'd say I like I like a lot of Wes Anderson stuff. I, I love like the whole symmetrical color palette sort of situation going on. Okay. I really like the Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, and another movie is The Wolf of Wall Street. I think, I think uh, Leonardo DiCaprio does such a good job just becoming this crazy guy that just starts out so humble and he just he just wants to make a living but he does all this crappy stuff to all these crap to all these people that are around him that surround him that love him and and it's a really interesting story so yeah let's talk about the movie man like how how would you even describe this feeling right now i'm freaking out <laughs> <laughs> i am so excited last night was probably one of the best nights of my life to see everybody and to be with them and uh we, we really became a family filming this movie and it was so great to see everybody again. So now this movie was filmed before the pandemic, right? 
yeah, we shot it in, in uh, like early to mid 2019. Wow. So, so let me hear about the audition. Like, uh, how did you get the call? And was it a self tape? Was it live? It, it was uh, in person. My, sorry, my camera keeps moving. Uh, it was in person and uh, I went in to the audition. It wasn't, it wasn't actually very normal. It was, I walked in and they had me sit down in this like straw chair and you never sit down in an audition room. Oh, wow. Uh, you're normally like up behind a blue wall, <laughs> uh, but they had me sit down and we, I was like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm William. And then uh, we started taping it. And I did my first scene uh, with the casting director, Deborah Dion, who's amazing. Uh, and she started talking with me. She started getting an understanding of who I was. Um, and then uh, she gave me a little bit of direction uh, just to see if I could take direction. And then we did, we talked a little bit more and then we did the second scene, which is actually my favorite scene in the movie, which is, uh, I guess my second favorite scene in the movie, which is the F word scene. I get to say so many F words and my parents weren't super happy about it, but I was like, this is my job. So I get to do this. Um, but yeah. And then we, it was like a 15 minute audition oh, again. Wow never happens uh, normally they're like two minutes to three minutes long five minutes at max uh and uh deborah walks out with me and talks with my mom which again never happens like ever <laughs> <laughs> and so things were looking up and that was the audition process and then i was it took two weeks uh and i was sitting down at my desk doing some math homework and my mom walks in and she hands me an envelope and it reads we're so effing excited for you. You booked the role of young Tony Soprano in the mini Saints of Newark. Wow. So was it was like, an oh. actual like letter in the mail that came in for that? <laughs> no, that yeah. was, oh, it was she definitely an email. She printed yeah. it out and like handed it to me. It was, it was, that's really great. Sweet. That's great. So you booked the role. How do you prepare to play this character after the, you know, you booked it? Uh, Michael Gandolfini actually reached out pretty much the second I booked it. Uh, and we Skyped, if you can believe that we Skyped, uh, and, um, we talked about who Tony Soprano really is and how much he means to so many people. And he helped me adapt the mannerisms of Tony, like how he, how his back is sort of hunched and how he, how he talks and how he rolls his, his, his lips like this. And, uh, and uh, my dialect coach, Cole Calhoun, uh, she's awesome. She's so creative and funny. She would have me go around my house to practice saying the effort correctly. She'd have me go around my house, point at different things and be like, F and chair, F and couch. F and table, <laughs> F and dog. And my parents are like, can you please stop? We, your little brother is here. You, we need to keep him protected. And I was like, hey, guys, I'm so sorry, but this is my job. I mean, I signed up wow. for this. I can't, I can't back out now. Did you, uh, did you go back to watch The Sopranos also just to kind of get an idea? When I first got the audition, it was Untitled New Jersey Project. Okay. Uh, Michael Gandolfini lookalike. So we did a little bit of research and we realized this is a Sopranos prequel and we realize this is a big deal and we have to really prepare for this. And my dad and I sat down and we watched a few Sopranos episodes so I could get the mannerisms and the accent right. Mm -hmm. uh, and to say, uh, to say uh, with the character, to learn who the character is. And then after I booked it, uh, my, my mom, my dad and I, we all sat down and we watched the first season of the Sopranos and my dad made me cover my eyes during all the bada bing parts. Um, <laughs> and we watched a few uh, other key episodes throughout the series. So after watching those episodes, how would you describe young Tony? How different is young Tony, the version you play compared to the older one? He's so much more innocent because he, he doesn't know. He doesn't know what this is. He doesn't know who he's going to become. 
uh, but he sees all these people around him and they're, whenever they get angry, they smash something. And whenever they get, they get uh, happy, they go and buy something expensive and crazy. Uh, and I think he, he starts to understand the immaturities of those around him. And that's, that's what builds up to this Tony Soprano in the series. Did you find like, uh, like any challenges playing the character at all? That's a good question. Um, I did. I, there was definitely some, some obstacles I had to jump over, um, getting the accent down, uh, getting the mannerisms down. Um, but I think what was most difficult for me was in capturing uh, the innocence of Tony because really as a kid, he just wants to do the right thing. And you can see that sort of in the show. He just, he's a guy who's got family and he wants to take care of him and he wants to do the right thing for people. But he feels trapped in this like mobster box of, of like, he, has, he, has to, he feels like he has to grow up to this big scary dude when deep down he just wants to do the right thing. You mentioned the accent. How long did it take you to, to get it right? And look, can we hear a little bit of it? Yeah, you want to hear a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think she understands you, Uncle Dick. That's that's one of the lines. I think that one got cut. But um, uh, <laughs> uh, do you want do you want some more? What would, what do you think? Yeah, if you want to throw one more, that's fine. And then uh, right. yeah, then, and then let's find out like how long did it take you to? Right. Well, to getting the it. accent down, uh, it took a little while. My dialect coach Coley, she gave me uh, some. She gave me a whole word list of things, and she okay. told me how sort of the R's and the S's collide, and like words you know how it's all mushed together how italian people uh how italian americans talk like that um she was really helpful and so funny and uh she just recorded things and i would send it back recorded to her and mm. it was really cool talking with her so uh when you were like learning that were you walking around just on a, on a normal day off also just practicing it in front of people yeah um my friends would come over to or we have some friends in New York uh, that we hadn't seen in a while. Yeah. Uh, they live in Los Angeles now, but they would come over to our apartment and they would help me run lines. And they really liked the effort scene um, as well because they wanted to say the effort. <laughs> so how was it working with the cast? And uh, I, obviously I know you, you don't have scenes with Michael because Michael plays the older version, but like, how was it working with the cast? Well, working with people like Ray Liotta was so cool because he's just, he's like, he's serious, man. He's He's got this mobster thing down to a, to a fine line. Um, uh, it was cool watching him and how serious he takes this. And again, Alessandro, um, how Alessandro will just sit down. He's such an amazing actor. He'll sit down. There's this one scene where there's a funeral. And I, this is my first time on set. And he was just looking down at the ground, like really brooding. And uh, he looks up and he sees me. This is my first time on set. And he goes, hey! Hey, William, he snapped out of it so fast. He gives me a big <laughs> hug. And it was amazing to see this, how he just snaps out of it. And then the second we were done chatting, he goes right back and sits down and he wow. just focuses back on the floor and he's just brooding again. You mentioned Ray Liotta. You know, he's been in so many movies and so many mobster movies. Like, did he give you any pointers? He actually gave me a really valuable piece of advice. Um, he told me just don't take yourself too seriously because we're we're just regular people. All we're doing is we're just putting some gel on our hair. And we're getting a little makeup to cover our pimples and putting on a costume and playing pretend. Like that's all we're doing. Or it's an awesome job, but we really shouldn't take ourselves too seriously. Wow. What made you, when, when you heard that, what went through your head? I was like, oh my God, this guy's a genius. This guy, 
this guy has done so much and he's given me such a valuable piece of advice. And that really stuck with me. What was the vibe uh, on the set? Oh my God. It was awesome. Everybody was like, we're working on the Sopranos movie. This is amazing. Um, Everybody was having such a good time. And this was like my first big thing ever. Um, And I hadn't worked on a movie before, but every single person I talked to that worked on that movie was like, this is the best crew I've ever worked with in my entire life. Like we were so tight. We were so supportive of each other. And Alan Taylor, the director, was so great at bringing everybody together and uh, forming this this bond uh, with everybody. And he was he was a great director. Uh, how long were you on set and how long did it take to film the movie? Um, it took, for all of my scenes, we were on set uh, for six weeks. Okay. Uh, that's, how, that's how long it took to film my scenes. Um, uh, yeah, we were on set for six weeks. Uh, I lived in an apartment over the M&M store in Times Square, okay. which was a bit chaotic. But it was really fun to be in like the center of things. We could go and explore New York. Uh, after you watched the movie, did you? Well, you watch. I assume you watched it more than once. You watched the yeah, premiere uh, last night. Last night was the second time I saw it, and it was the first time I saw it. We were all like chaotic because we we didn't know what to think. Uh, but seeing it the second time with with an audience as well, yeah. just seeing all the all the all the lines that were supposed to have laughs hit and all the. And people were clapping after these dramatic scenes. And it was really, really cool to experience that. Yeah. When you watched it the first time after it was done, what was your thoughts and reaction to it? Oh, they did such a good job. Um, so over COVID, David Chase and Alan were going over and looking over all the all the cuts of it. And they they were like, you know, it's good, but we don't love this ending. And so what they did is they went back and we did reshoots and now i think the ending is so much stronger and it ends the movie on such a much much stronger note and i think it's it's really it's really good what was the fan reaction after last night and what were like some of the things that people told you oh it was amazing people were like hey man that was great we love that movie you were great in it michael was amazing how'd you guys work together Oh my God. It was so cool to be able to be in that environment of all these huge Sopranos fans seeing this. And I talked with this one guy who had watched the Sopranos like six or seven times all the way through. And he was like, and he's, he's a, he's a military guy. He he's, he's four, he four years left on his tour. Um, and I think he was there for the UN. Uh, and he walks up to me and he said, Hey man, thank you so much for doing this. I know it wasn't just you. It was, it was this whole crew, which is totally true. It was everybody working together. Um, but he said this, this really meant a lot to him and that made me feel really good. That's great. What do you hope when the movie comes out in October, what do you want people to think of the movie? Well, again, as everybody's been saying, it's not a Sopranos movie. There is so much like Easter eggs that a lot of big Sopranos fans will absolutely love. And there's a big, there's a lot of big laughs that everybody will recognize and they'll see that from the series. Um, But really, I just want them to watch this movie as an awesome mob movie. It's, it has so much grit and heart and suspense and tension in it. And uh, if you're not a Sopranos fan, you can watch this movie. Like, it's totally great. You'll love it for what it is. But if you are a huge Sopranos fan, then you will absolutely love this movie. This will be your new favorite movie ever because there's so much 
there's so much throwbacks to the series that everybody everybody really enjoys. Are you planning to go watch it again? I am planning to watch it again. Yes, <laughs> I hope to. I hope to see it with all my friends. That's right. So, what's next for you? And like any other projects you got coming up? Do you want to give us a little tease about? I got some math homework that I got to do, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I got a Nickelodeon show, which actually, funny enough, I play a mobster on that one too. I play an Italian mob boss of an, this underground robot fighting ring. <laughs> I did see that on the clip on your Instagram, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of social media, how can the viewers and the listeners find you? You can find me at, at the William Ludwig on Instagram. All right, William, man, this was great. I can't wait to see the movie. Thank you so much Thanks. for having me. Thank you for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Thank you. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.